In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. And I think there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. And we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. And I'm known for working at Coindoc Pro. Oh shit! You work there? That's right. Goddamn shit! Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Good evening from Studio G. We are live. He's trying to do a G. Trying to do the G with his hands yeah. over there. It looks like I'm a gangster. No, that looks That's like good. upside down knuckle. I'm trying to ride my trike. <laughs> it's beaten hand. Yeah. <laughs> Left hand. <laughs> Only if you want some strange. Yeah, <laughs> some stranger. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co-Indoc Pro. This is episode 20, and we are your hosts. I'm Jake. Luke. And I'm the other Jake. Welcome back, everybody, returning listeners and new listeners. This is the only conspiracy show that keeps you tuned into good music pop culture references while also helping you add tinfoil to your tinfoil hat <laughs> nice yeah i like it yeah another week of uh coffee and conspiracies at you actually i didn't bring any coffee today you just leave it on the counter anyway yeah a couple weeks ago i brought a freshie a fresh coffee in and uh left it downstairs and about halfway through the show i was like Damn, I thought I had some something to drink besides just water. Fucking water. And then I get a text like two hours later yeah. after the show. What am I, the dump? <laughs> it's like, what the hell's that? <laughs> oh, there's my coffee. Still full. It was full. Probably still warm. It was full. I dumped it, though. Should have saved it. That was a dick move. Yeah, I'm a dick. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um. So... We're probably going to need a new re- replacement host here pretty soon because uh, Luke got bit by a DARPA bug, so he's probably yep, going to be gone or soon. Yeah, forgot about that. Anybody that wants to uh, take Luke's spot, reach out to us, info.coendocpro at yahoo.com. Let me know. You must like E.T. You must yep. cry at all E.T. episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... <laughs> Look like Pruitt Taylor Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. That yeah, fucking fat, weird actor with the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The weird eye guy. Yeah. They're always moving around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what movie did I just watch with him in it, dude? He was in Constantine. No, no, he was just. Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Natural Born That's Killers. That's right, yeah, yeah. I just finished watching Natural Born Killers and his crazy eyes were in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's been in fucking everything. Yep. 
That's a working actor. He's right a there. creep. What was the movie? Was he in uh, Sling Blade? What movie <clears> was he in where he was the killer? Uh, eight millimeter? <laughs> eight millimeters. No films. <laughs> <laughs> was he in that one? I think he was. I think so. No, there was another movie. Shall I look it up? Yeah, look it up. There was another movie that he was in where he was, I thought he was a killer or something like that. I think I he think, was. I think that was 8mm. No, maybe he, well, he must have been in another movie where he's also a killer. <laughs> no, no. Um, he was in an episode of X-Files where he was a killer. Huh. Let's see here. Drywall <laughs> guy. Do the, do the thing. Do it with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All we need to do is put a cursed shirt on him, and we got yeah. Luke 2.0 <laughs> sitting here. <laughs> so I think it was James Gandolfini that was oh. the killer. He was in a movie where ah, it's slipping my mind now. But I thought that they went back in time and What's he, they were showing his kid. What's his name? Pruitt Taylor Vince. Yeah, they were showing him as a kid in that movie. He was having that bl- sounds flashbacks. Familiar. It sounds familiar. It'll hit me later. I'll just Identity. Be in Simulation One. He was in JFK. Nah, I don't remember that. Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box? Is that like that movie with... Uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, I was thinking... Sandra Bullock? No, nah, I was thinking Bird, Bird cool Cage. Oh, with, <laughs> with uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Fucking and, Patrick yeah. Swayze before he went all emaciated. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. No, no, nothing beats Patrick Swayze and than him and Point Break, dude. Yep. Uh, Roadhouse. Ah, Dalton. Screw that. My way or the highway. No. (laughs) Okay. Even Ghost doesn't compare. The fuck Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me cry. That song makes me cry. Yeah. Everything makes you cry. (laughs) E.T. Phone Home. (laughs) Elliot. (laughs) But bitch. You're already getting teary-eyed, dude. I just said the word Elliot. I swear, you guys rip on me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. Squeak Scalar, little bitch. Little bitch, Squeak Scalari. Oh, that's right, Scalari. Coop Cooper we're talking about here, man. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, sorry. Well, some uh, upcoming news for Cohen Doc Pro. Um, thinking about maybe a merch run at some point. <whistles> Got to figure out a cool shirt or two to put out there. I found, I've come up with a couple ideas for some stickers we'll have to make and include with the shirt purchase. Does it involve Peter Steele's tank? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> In. Yeah. <laughs> should do like a pocket shirt where you pull the pocket <laughs> it's just behind it you can wear it to work yeah. don't put That's too much totally in the cool. pocket though <laughs> yeah anything like a red bull it'll just expose it um and then current guests coming up we got william ramsey from william ramsey investigates uh coming up next week so that will be pretty exciting and then uh hopefully luke's lining up the occult rejects for august yeah that'll be cool yes huh very nice yeah 
that'll be cool. Can't wait to talk to those dudes. Because, you know, I would really like to, after watching Natural Born Killers again, I would really like to get their take on that movie, like a yeah. breakdown. Like that. what they did with, um, what's it, um, uh, Little Nas X, that video. Mm-hmm. Yep. That or that, uh, was that the, <clears throat> the end of the world or whatever the fuck it was? That concert? No, that was Astro World. Oh, yeah. Astro World. The, uh... I pet goat too. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, which wasn't during nine eleven. Wasn't Bush reading I pet goat? Oh, it, the, it was uh, it, at the, the my school. pet goat. my pet goat. But yeah. wasn't he reading it? With mm-hmm. it? Wasn't that the book that was in his hands when yep. he was told about the and the smirk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to hold it back. Yeah. And then <laughs> in that classroom, all the shit the teacher was having the kids when they were doing like their vocabulary oh that's right they're they're talking about like plane hit steel all this yeah crazy shit we'll have to ask ask uh ramsey about that stuff next week did you ever see the one where during katrina and george bush is walking by dick cheney uh when dick cheney's being interviewed like fuck you cheney fuck you cheney and he's like, hey, 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 hey. you ever seen that no. one? No, uh-uh. yeah, it's it's out there. It's kind Shady. of funny. Yeah, Got a couple bees right there. So yeah, and then uh, we'll work on maybe trying to get one uh, one person to come on or somebody to come on once a month or something like that to give you a little bit different feel out there for all you uh, listeners that are continuing to listen. We appreciate that. Yeah, very cool. Uh, man, some weird stuff happened this week, that's for sure. This last week, um, we've seen how many world leaders resign now under strange circumstances. We saw Sri Lanka's, yeah, Sri, Lanka. Sri Lanka's president or prime minister, whatever he was, Boris Johnson with the crazy hair yeah. from the UK. And then um, Marcon, is it that his name? Marcon from France? Marcon. Marcon. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Yep, he, he stepped down, and then the dude from Japan was assassinated mm-hmm. with a you ever seen electric the, gun. Did you watch that video? I did. It's weird. It is really weird. It's like he hides behind the thing, and you can't really see what's going on behind the little uh, guardrail thing. Yeah. Isn't that weird? The whole thing was strange, just the way that the video was, because he had this guy, the, was he a president or a presidential candidate? He was like, I think he was supporting the candidate, or he was like a former. Yeah, but I thought that he was, or, and then he was trying to rerun or something and get the country right. back on track, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's like standing there, and then there's like three or four, or five people, seven people at the most that are standing behind, beside him. It's like an old lady, uh, yeah. some random dude, and a guy with a briefcase. And he just—it just looks so staged. It's so weird, dude. Like the way. And then all the dudes come running in yeah. afterward. If like, yeah. if that was a, a deal, it's like, yeah. The the way that it looks, like shit was cordoned off, and there there's yeah. just a dude, in, in the middle there, like out by himself. Why wouldn't you be? Hey, maybe we should go talk to this guy at least. Or like, you know, at least, and I don't know how they're presidentials or their security maybe even have any private security but usually their security people are like facing the crowd and looking out and like 
nobody was looking behind them and Mm -hmm. this guy just kind of like the one shot happened and then he turns around and then the second one caught him in the chest and you could see his shirt and his jacket kind of like flinch squibs yeah it was weird looking it was like a big flinch and then he was down but that gun i watched uh there's some dude on youtube that he's a gun maker and he did a breakdown and showed close-up pictures of the gun and it's just really weird it reminded me of that scene from in line of fire when john malkovich made that plastic gun yep. why'd you shoot exactly those ducks asshole thought. yeah that's exactly what i thought yeah super weird the whole just the whole way it was done yeah it was just this is weird yeah maybe not maybe they're pretty lax over there with security but i wouldn't think so but yeah so i don't know something's coming up something big is gonna happen that was japan right yeah japan and then you've got like all the stuff kind of happening here where even the mainstream media has been kind of turning on biden and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden 4chan was magically able to hack into his phone or what or his iCloud account or whatever it was and they started playing you know putting out all these videos and it's almost like they're just you know the selling off the uh the world the reserve oil reserve to China and it's just like they all these gimmies dude they're just throwing out there for people to just kind of like almost hate on him this is all alleged okay it's alleged okay I like that word alleged the alleged material well, clearly we can see yeah. who it is and who's speaking. <laughs> yeah. It's not alleged. That's what's happening. Yeah, like the video of him like weighing his crack on the scale yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, I'm pretty sure like federally like crack cocaine is like one of like the highest hitting like, you know, sentencing guidelines that you have out there Dude, in the just federal system. Just having the video yeah. would be like, okay, let's go find this guy. Yeah. And He's there was probably the got video it. of Joe Biden back in the day holding up a quarter like, you have crack cocaine this yeah. yep, this much. It's five years in prison. Yep. 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 Yeah. And then there was like way more than that on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking turds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're just setting something up for you know him to potentially be the next one to resign i mean because like the french prime minister or president whatever he is to them he resigned over some uh things that had happened indiscretion stuff and same thing with uh boris johnson mr crazy hair so i don't know what, what was his over do you i didn't remember? even read it dude to be honest i didn't even care yeah. I'm I've been tired of looking at his crazy looking hairdo. <laughs> like, okay, Einstein, like that shit was like gone a long time ago. Nineteen forty six called and they want their hair and Einstein wants his hairdo back. Mm-hmm. I comb that shit, it dude. Like, like have you he never fucking, heard of a comb? Every every time it looks like he rolled out of bed. Yeah, huh? he just got out of a wind tunnel. I'm fucking like, Bro, hair is worked over. Yeah. Have you ever heard of gel? <laughs> Jeez, dude. Don't got to worry about it now. Yeah. Good. Lucky. So, um, I think the uh, I think the reset is coming soon, dude. The one world government, I think they're gearing up for it, man. Something's something big's going to happen by the end of this year. I can just feel it. We can add a new sound effect. Yep. The gong. Here, here. <laughs> yes. That's my uh, coming to bottle. order. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 hey. 
But you know what? All of this stuff, the timing to me is just so interesting because CERN started firing up at the beginning of the month, and then you had that whole uh, Beyonce cover that I sent you oh, guys yeah, yeah. from uh, the UK eyeball. Vogue. Yeah, where it's like she's sitting on a red horse with a giant eyeball, and it's like she's obviously on the you know red horse of the apocalypse from the four oh. horsemen from Revelations. It's like. And that's the writer that removes peace from the earth prior to pestilence coming. And it's like, you know, you've got all of the foreshadowing of the f- coming food shortage and supply chain and everything collapsing. I mean, dude, it's getting crazy. And then on the inside, which I didn't send you, one of my buddies, Jared, sent it to me because I'd sent him that uh, that same picture that I sent you guys. Which if you haven't seen it, Google Beyonce UK Vogue cover and it you'll see it it's a picture of her sitting on a red horse with a gigantic eyeball over her head wink wink yeah um and then on the inside of the cover brown eyeball (laughs) it was black though black eyeball kind of too much coffee Mm. (laughs) drink black coffee black coffee stare at the walls black coffee the best henry rollins black flag black flag song Mm. you know just don't get him talking his spoken word shit, Jesus Christ. So the guy that I used to work with in uh, California at the coffee shop, him and his buddy, so his buddy was visiting him from from uh, Connecticut when we lived in L.A., and they went to the Hollywood, or not the Hollywood Bowl. Was it the Hollywood Bowl? They, they went somewhere, and they did a, they went to a, it was when he was doing all the spoken word mm-hmm. stuff, and they went and watched one of those, and his buddy... I can't remember exactly the story, but his buddy had like said something or was talking to him during Rollins while he was talking, and Rollins lost his shit, dude. He came over and got right in his face and started yelling at him, and I was like, "Bro, that's when you just get the free uppercut, bam!" Just, <laughs> just, just, just Glenn Danzig that dude right there, and then be super famous on YouTube. Yeah, you down, bitch. Mm. That was probably the coolest knockout video ever. <clears throat> yeah. Anybody that hasn't seen that, just go to YouTube and search Glenn Danzig knockout or whatever. Northside Kings are undefeated. <laughs> Glenn Danzig's the old singer from the Misfits and obviously from Danzig, but he uh, he's backstage at some event and kind of puffs up on some dude. He from the Northside Kings. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The guy was big. Yeah. And didn't he didn't he but, swing on him first or did he push him? You know, he Glenn Danzig him. shoved the That's dude. right, and then and that then dude just knocked Glenn him Danzig out. Glenn Danzig claimed that he had, was wearing brass knuckles and oh, whatever. He, they went to the court and all this shit and it was clearly just Yeah, he's like standing there with his hands open and then just Bop Yeah, <laughs> knocked him out. But that's good shit. I mean the guy looks huge, but Danzig's only like three feet tall, so <laughs> yeah, we met him. We met him. Yeah, Luke yeah. and I met him back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. and he was taller than us because he was standing on the second stair of a tour bus. Yeah, and you guys were in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he oh, was, uh, something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but fun shit though. Yeah. Anyway, so as I was saying before, we got off on the, <clears throat> we went high and right. <laughs> um, if you look at the Vogue. Um, shoot there's also a picture of beyonce from the inside of the mm. um the cat or the magazine or whatever it is and she's wearing like this big gold get up and then she's got saturn earrings and my buddy jared sent that to me so thank you for that 
Shit! Wow. Yeah. Gong it. Speaking of which, I had a dream about Saturn the other night. Like the planet, the planet or yeah. car? Okay. No, not the car. The view. The black <laughs> view, dude. Pick up your garbage. <laughs> I wasn't like that, was I? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. That, that was a that was the cleanest car, dude. That thing when you sold it or got rid of it, it had to have been how many years old? It was over ten. Yeah, it was probably still brand new. I sold it to my aunt, and then her grandson totaled it. Oh good. Yeah. No, I uh, had a dream the other day about or the other night about um, the planet Saturn was coming back into alignment, and we were waiting for like all this weird shit to start happening. I, I have dreams about Saturn, too. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Like, why the fuck am I here? I have a way better job than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 E.T. worked there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yep. Turning wrenches. Fuck yeah. Good Sweating job. Sweating my ass off in the shop. Fucking Much day. like now. Yep. <laughs> With the fucking weather. <laughs> yeah. It's like 108 degrees here or something like that. It's ridiculous. Bullshit. It was pretty hot. Uh, you guys got anything else? No, I don't think so. Not nah. Not nah, dog. Not nah, dog. Okay. So today we're going to maybe... So today we'll talk... We'll kind of bridge the gap between uh, MK and then some of the serial killer stuff. Um, namely the ones that had ties to, uh, we think have ties to the military intelligence connections like the Son of Sam and then the Zodiac if we have some time. Um, so I'll let you rock and roll with the Son of Sam. All right. Roll and rock, bitch. Don't, don't. Rock and or roll. (laughs) You fucked this up, man. You fucked this up. You, 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 You fucked it up, man. Her life was in our hands. All right. So, uh, David Berkowitz, um, he was uh, born Richard David Falco, 6'1", 53, um, to uh, some unable parents. They put him up for adoption. He was adopted by Pearl and Nathan Berkowitz, uh, and his dad owned, or his adoptive father owned a uh, like a hardware store or something in New York. Um, his kind of active killing time was uh, December 75 through October of 77. And 77. Another weird number that popped up was he was arrested 11 days after the last murder. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Gone. Next week, Gone we will me. let Mr. Ramsey talk about these numbers. Yep. And he killed, <clears throat> supposedly he killed six and then wounded seven or nine. I saw both numbers, mm. but uh, the majority of things are, uh, sources show seven. And then he was sentenced. Wait, to, say that again. How many? Seven. He killed seven? No, six. Okay. And then wounded seven or nine. Okay, because the Zodiac wounded seven and killed five. Mm-hmm. That'd be, that's kind of crazy. Anyway. Would have been crazy if he had one more. <clears throat> yeah. Because then they would have been matching. Yeah. <laughs> um, then he was sentenced to 365 years. That's it? Yeah. 
365 years. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You do that standing on my head. Yeah. Come on, man. Jesus. So um, there's a pretty good documentary. I watched it, um, I don't know, maybe last fall <clears throat> or maybe it was this spring uh, on Netflix called uh, The Sons of Sam, I think. Yeah, Sons. It Sons. Was, yeah. Yep. And that's pretty good. Not um, Sons of Anarchy. No. That show is lame. Never and seen anybody an else that thinks it's cool is lame. Never seen an episode. It looks fucking totally stupid. <laughs> it is totally stupid. It is. And, like, I know people are going to fucking hate me for it, but, like, uh, Vikings and Game yeah. of Thrones and all that shit, to me, that was just... Sons of Anarchy in another time period. Yeah. It was like, yeah. they already did this show. Yeah. But. That's what they all do. Yeah. Anyway. So, so um, in that documentary, there's a bunch of really good stuff. It's uh, kind of based off of a uh, book by an author, Maury Terry. Uh, his book was. Um, Not Maury the, Povich. No. <laughs> Maury no. Povich. That'd be pretty cool. His book was... He is the father! <laughs> um, let's see here. The Ultimate Evil, Search for the Sons of Sam. That's his book? Yep. And it's kind of... It's not as expansive as uh, Chaos, but it's kind of the same deal where he was researching everything um, in in that murder, even into the cult stuff and has like tie-ins to Charles Manson and the all the shit going on in um, San Francisco. So uh, it, it's a really good book. I'm listening to it right now. Just got into the really good part of it with all the occult tie-in stuff. So um, hmm. kind of at the, the later episodes of that uh, documentary series, they, they go into a is bunch he, of the... Is he still alive or did he die? He died. Didn't he um, die some kind of weird way, or is it... I'm trying I, to think. I can't remember. Um, I thought somebody that wrote a book like that, I thought had some weird heart attack after they had been at a restaurant with some friends, and it was something something weird. Hmm. Maybe that's not the dude. Maybe. I Was he traveling with Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was him. So... Berkowitz kind of Harry has, yeah. what was that? Harry and Lloyd. Oh, yeah. uh, Berkowitz kind of had the background. Pills are good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Out with the bad air. In with the good. Sorry. Somebody choking to death over here. We almost had a death, of, <coughs> death in the studio. Right. Yep. I was going to have to erase my fingerprints and get out of here. <laughs> Take all the mics. Let's get out of here. Delete. Delete. Make it, delete. Make it look like an autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> yes! <laughs> if only I was 20. Quick, get a lemon in here. <laughs> I ain't right. We've gone high. That's right. good. We, we got to do that yeah. every now and then. Yeah, every now and then. <coughs> um, so Berkowitz, kind of from the get-go, he was kind of in that profile of what the people from MK Ultra were um, 
kind of their background. Which um, you said started it in 75, right? Yep. Which is weird because isn't that when it officially was like yep. ended? Yep. But he was in the military from 71 to 74, <clears throat> right as that was tailing off. So yeah. um, he was told by his adoptive parents that his uh, biological mother had died in childbirth. And so in some interviews with uh, Berkowitz. Wasn't that just like Manson? No, his his mom, um, I just... She came up for adoption or something? Yeah, because she, well, she went to prison. Oh, that's right. And I think it was like his aunt or something, or aunt and uncle took him in. Oh, I think maybe it was Ted Bundy. One of the other serial killers had something that was very similar, mm-hmm. that same, your mom gave you up. Yeah, so anyway. they said, that they told him that uh, she had died in childbirth, and there were some interviews with him where he said that he had... Like carried this guilt with him all the time, like his whole life that he I felt her, like man. I did it. he killed her. Oh come on, man! And uh, then he ended up having. You can't stop your head from being big. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Split. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look yeah. at my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> look at what setting they're on. Jesus Christ! On nine. Looks like a. This asshole and my other brother used to call me Planet. Planet, <laughs> Planet Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you never grow into it. It's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. awesome. Uh, so that stuff kind of led him into having a bit of a troubled childhood. He was a pyromaniac involved in larceny. And then... His adoptive parents consulted with a psychotherapist about his behavior. So we've Mm. got that next notch. And they're in New York, right, when this is happening. So you have a trash driver. You've got Peter Steele running around with his tank out. (laughs) (laughs) But so all of the um, connections to MK and the... uh, and the uh, stuff that they were doing medically mm-hmm. out of that New York area. Yep. Um, there, I didn't see anything where he was actually treated, but it's kind of something where it's like they know his background now. Yeah. He's been flagged. Red mm-hmm. flag. Yep. <clears throat> um, and then at uh, 14, his adopted mother... Her adoptive mother died of breast cancer, so this is in 67, Um, and he had ended up discussing with his adoptive father that he wanted to join the military. His adoptive father was trying to talk him out of it and go into um, college. He didn't know what he wanted to do, so he was, from the sounds of it, he was wanting to do, go do something adventurous and then have... um, you know, GI Bill stuff yeah. to go to college. Um, but then his uh, adoptive father ended up remarrying. Um, he didn't get along with his new mom. She had uh, some kids of her own. And in this book, they talked about uh, Berkowitz didn't like his new stepsister, um, said that she was kind of witchy and culty and all that kind of stuff. She ended up moving to uh, San Francisco 
and joining um, a commune out there. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. Um, after uh, his dad got remarried, he ended up in '71 moving to Florida, left Berkowitz in New York. So then he joined the army in June uh, at age 18. He was uh, sent to Fort Knox, and looking at his uh, military ID, I was like, this, this guy looks like somebody that we know, and just running through people. Looks like Anthony from E-Town. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, holy shit. Like a young... E-Town concrete. Fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, his primary skill... In the army was a rifleman. He was a, a M16 sharpshooter, and then his secondary skill was clerk. <laughs> what is that like? Typing things, like a radar, radar, so, yeah. <laughs> radar O'Reilly. Hi, right, here we go, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and he went to Korea. Nah, there we go. That's where they got radar from. People block your teardrop. <laughs> Stop block your handle. <laughs> e town. E town. Sorry. Um, jungle top and handfuls. To all you mother effers and all you half steppers, yep. something about the best of us yet to come. Y'all yeah, ain't seen the last of us. <laughs> Shit. I was a kid that nobody ever gave a off about. <laughs> Curse words and the first words, but the first words come right out my wow mouth. Some shit like that. Yeah. That dude, wow. he like curse words does and it, the worst words. Yeah, worst words. He like raps so fast, it's like hard to. I can't even do it. They're so good. They are good. Yeah. Their guitar player sucks though. Oh, he's he's like the, the worst sh- guitar he's like player the ever. He's the shittiest trained guitar player yeah. ever. Like, yeah. Never heard anything as terrible as him. He's like almost as bad as Dave Mustaine. Yeah. You ever watch the This Is Hardcore from like 2018 when they came back and played? Uh-uh. It's fucking awesome. Is it? It's so good. Dude, yeah. yeah. Fucking flawless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So freaking good. Except for his voice almost cracking on so many nights. Yeah, but like, come on. Yeah. He's like thinking about E.T. in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pray that this would just stop. I woke up to the sleep of the sound of a pop block or whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. You should watch it. It's, I'll it have to watch the it. whole set is fucking yeah. so good. They're good. Yeah, so good. So. <laughs> um, so he wanted to go to Vietnam, ended up being deployed, deployed to the DMZ. Uh, between North and South Korea. Which is weird at timing because Korea War was over by like, what, 10 or 15 years by this point? Yeah, I think it was like over in 53. Yeah, that's a long time. That's almost mm. 20 years. Yeah. Huh. Really weird. Um, but it, that's also where... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nope. You were going to say it, weren't you? Well, I was just going to kind of go into his problems he had over there. Oh, well, I was just going to say that that was also where the agency had a black site, mm. and that's where the SR seventy one was run out of because black that was, bird. yep, that was the same mm. spot that um, <clears throat> Oswald had been uh, had gone to. Was it Oswald? It was one of the. It was somebody that was involved in the JFK assassination plot. I'm pretty sure it was Oswald was stationed there. 
mm. as an Intel guy. Interesting. So, so <clears throat> he had a couple of uh, infractions while he was there. Um, Infraction. Yeah. Jeez. Um, he got, uh, what was it? Uh, he missed a convoy he oh. was to ride on. And then he went, quote, missing, end quote. Went AWOL. Repeat the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so he went missing overnight after missing a bus back to his unit. Ended up being fined $50 and then demoted from E4 to E3. But then he claimed this was something that really kind of stood out that it was due to drugs that all the surface service members were taking. Mm. And so that's like another checkbox on the list of MK Ultra stuff. Administered by whom? Yeah. And then uh, Jake sent me a link to a deep uh, politics forum post. Mm. Um, and Balls deep politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this post, they were saying that this drug was a psilocybin-based derivative called EA-1729. Uh, this was used at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio as part of the uh, MK experiments. Uh, the post states that an Army friend of Berkowitz's, Terry Patterson, who served with him in Korea, was told that um, Berkowitz was given this, given the acid by the brass while in the Army when he was placed into a special program for profiled candidates after he asked for conscious conscientious objector status so i thought that was uh pretty telling there acid uh, by the brass mm -hmm. that'd be a cool band name mm -hmm. so i thought that was a pretty pretty good post about um what the acid actually was um i can't remember if it was in one of those other later posts in that where they're talking about um, acid wasn't really a good mind control drug because yeah. people would just get so like out of focused like like those videos of the yeah. guys trying to you know read a map yeah um, they were climbing trees to feed <laughs> birds yep uh, but sad. this uh, this psilocybin based stuff um, people didn't get like so distracted and all that yeah and in those same forums too they were talking about the the different there was different types of LSD there was like a pure form and then there was like the the version like you're talking about um, where it was kind of like uh, mixed or something like that and they were talking about the acid that was on the streets was a little bit different than the stuff they were giving to the soldiers the soldiers stuff was like way more high powered hmm. Hmm. in the experiment that's crazy um, then after uh, his year-long deployment, he was sent back to Fort Knox, uh, regained his E-4, was honorably discharged after three years. So we're up to 1974. MKUltra's pretty much ended at this part. What was it, 75, where they started Air the... I think, yeah, I think 73, it was supposedly officially done, but then 70, or 72 or 73, and then 75 is when the church yeah. committee, okay. 74, 70, 73, 74, 75 is a church committee. Okay. <clears throat> Which so, would make sense that they would have moved 
shit to Korea because you would move it out of the country because now you got a bunch of heat on you here. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so a couple of things about Fort Knox. This is in Kentucky um, where Charles Manson was born. Getting lucky in Kentucky. And he spent time in reformatories there uh, back in when he was a kid. Manson? So, yeah. Yeah, in like the 40s. Yeah. So he's got that... Um, like that trail on him now yeah. that they know who who he is, what he's like, and yep. hey, this is going to be a good candidate for this. Um, and then a side note to that is uh, Michael Aquino. He was running a Church of Satan, Church of Satan in Kentucky. Um, kind of weird that all three of these people that are connected to MK Ultra. Um, are all in Kentucky at, you know, various times. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought another weird thing. Makes you wonder about KFC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, made their chicken so good. Mm-hmm. It's grown. Don't they grow their chicken? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I they something. were one of the ones that were, like, testing that oh, growing on, meat yeah, thing. Yeah. On the, so, on it's the like meat stick. It's like thing. Yeah. And just like, eh. Growing it on a rotisserie <laughs> rod. It's cool. <laughs> anyway. Um. One thing I thought was kind of weird, listening to um, the Occult Rejects talk about um, different colors associated with um, the Occult, is that uh, Michael Aquino, he was a Green Beret. Yeah. Green is associated with the Abyss. Um, And then, so he was stationed uh, at Fort Knox in 68. So it was before... Uh, Berkowitz was there by a few years. But But he would have already established some form of Mm -hmm. that satanic church there. Yep. Because his ex-wife was a Mormon gal, his first wife, and mm -hmm. she was running one of the churches there for him. Yep. And at the the time when um, Berkowitz was there, uh, he was in the uh, Council of Nine in the satanic church from 70 to 75 you said it wrong council nine nine, nine. oh <laughs> i was thinking german only around here dude <laughs> yeah. god damn jesus christ um so I, and then after his discharge he ends up um, having a couple of different jobs lands with the um, united states post office and this seems kind of weird to me is according to his own diary he claimed to have set over 1500 fires in new york city in the mid 70s 1500 yeah what was he lighting on fire like dumpsters yeah, and shit yeah there was huh in there He's was probably just one, going down to harlem and yeah there's one for sure just so that, you know i lit 1500 fires yeah. cool <laughs> i don't know why would you even say that yeah awesome good for you <laughs> Yeah, there was is one documented where he threw a Molotov cocktail at an apartment, but fifteen hundred fires <laughs> in, in a span an between in New York that is built out yeah. of fucking stone. Yeah, <laughs> I threw it. So between seventy four and when he's arrested in seventy seven, fifteen hundred fires plus all these murders. Yeah, dude was just going. He's possible. Yeah, man. he's like, cool. What the hell? How is? Yeah, well, how is that even possible? I lit fifteen hundred fires. 
Cool. Is there even 1,500 days in that time span? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like three fires a day. <laughs> Math in the workplace. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be working at a post office. Yeah. Yeah. And On then, my lunch break, what do you, you want me to do? And then uh, in 75, he's, uh, this is when his like killings start. He stabs a woman um, multiple times. She survives. Uh, he ends up stabbing a 15-year-old girl and kills her. And then from that point, he uh, transitioned to the 44 caliber. The 44 caliber killer. Yeah. It is kind of weird that he started out with a knife and then finished with a gun, you know. And mm-hmm. then the, in the Zodiac killings, there was mostly gun, and then there was one knife killing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I can try out. What works? Yeah. I, mean, I guess you could make any connection, you know, mm. to that. But yeah, um, there's uh, an episode of William Ramsey investigates uh, episode from June fourth, twenty twenty one, with Manny Grossman. They go like pretty deep into this, dude, and it's yeah, like don't listen to that until after you listen to our William. Yeah. Ra- and actually, no, should they listen to it first? Because we're not going to be as good, so we don't want to <laughs> let people down. If this is interesting to you, yeah. then listen to his yeah. podcast because it's it's really in depth. Yeah, I was like, how do these guys remember all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bastards. Um, so the Netflix series. Um, let's see. After um, like doing research in this Mori Terry, he gets to a certain point where. They start seeing, um, they're looking at the letters sent by um, Sam, whoever this person is. Yeah, wasn't that his dog's name or something? It was like the neighbor's, neighbor's dog. dog. Yeah. Sam's But daddy. the neighbor's dog, his name was Harvey, but the owner's name was Sam. Oh, that's right. And. Son of Sam, the dog. Yeah. But then <clears throat> two of the. Um, sketch artist pictures look like that guy Sam's two sons and they're in one of the letters like their nicknames or at least one oh, of that's them right yeah um, like there's a name of John Wheaties yeah and this one son his name was John Wheat Carr and he's the one that ended up moving to uh, North Dakota My he not. was uh, in the army. Or Air Force. Air Force, that's Until 74, yeah. And that he ended up committing suicide out there after hearing some grumblings about what was going on with uh, Son of Son of Sam case. Um, but the official story is that uh, Berkowitz was taking orders from a demon that was possessing Harvey and telling <laughs> him to... <laughs> Possessing the dog. Yeah. And um, that just sounds ridiculous. It does, but then you also think about the um, that whole demonic realm. And, like, well, and in the Egyptian, you had, um, oh, what's the name of the dog? Anubis. Yeah. Anubis? Anubis. Anubis. I think it was Anubis. The tall ears. Yeah. Mm. So, mm, maybe. Yeah. Or it could have all been MK Ultra stuff. Yeah. That they just put in him to. But. Walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. 
walking through the parks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this guy doing? Man? He looks like a crazy. <laughs> but they end up uh, going down this rabbit hole. The Bengals told me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> They weren't Ziggy even around us, told me. <laughs> there's this band, the Bengals, that's coming out in about 15 years. They told me to do it. They told me to do it. <laughs> uh, but they end up finding all this crazy stuff in that section of Yonkers where there's all this uh, satanic cult stuff that's been happening, a bunch of dogs being uh, killed, and either shot or having their throats cut and skinned and all this crazy stuff that I don't want to go too deep into it because there's other people who've done it that are have a lot more information than we can fit in this little thing. Um, also, Yonkers, <laughs> New York, I believe is a seven-letter word, seven-letter seven letter word. Which one? Yonkers yep. is a seven letter le- mm-hmm. seven letter word. Yep. And New York yep. is a seven letter word. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yep. Fucked up. I, I gotta write that down. Hand. Ask Ramsey about that. Right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 my pen. The paper. <laughs> oh, why don't you guys? But there's take this. <laughs> in that uh, podcast with uh, William Ramsey, they talk about the park where all this. Uh, cult activity was happening and the guy that owned it i can't remember the name of the park now but it was like huge like 30 some acres i think and when he died he was trying to he wanted to pass that on to his kids and they didn't want it because of all the crazy shit that was kind of associated yeah, with that. Undermire Park or something? Yeah. Yeah. And he 30 had, acres, come on. And in New York, of all yeah. places, that would have been why, awesome. Why would you turn that down? Who gives a fuck about all the scenes? Yeah, had, I don't care if it's I don't care if it's Brooklyn. <clears throat> I'll fucking or, take it. Or yeah. not Brooklyn. Uh, uh, the uh, Montauk. Oh. Yeah. I can take that I'll shit. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Even if Easy. it's nuclear radioactive. Nuclear. nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they, he had built some big like house there, brought bricks and stuff over from England and trying to capture energy or something like that. But his kids ended what up not wanting it. And An aristocrat. <laughs> even the city didn't want the whole thing. They only took, like I think it was 13 acres of 13 acres. Of course they only took it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it's pretty... You said it was Pretty 33 crazy. acres originally? I think. I, I'm oh, yeah. probably just saying that. Yeah, probably. Because that's always in my head. You, you get it, 30. and then you get that bitch Zelda from fucking Poltergeist to come and cleanse that mm-hmm. shit. This house is clean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they end up going down this pathway on um, all these satanic cult activity in oh, New York. The they start seeing... Um, a bunch of killings of dogs across the country. Some of those were in um, North Dakota where uh, John Carr was. There was a bunch over in California that they had tied to the Process Church of the Final Judgment Mm. where a lot of the stuff that they had set up in in their uh, 
belief system uh, Manson was using on his followers. But there's no direct tie-in that Manson was part of that. Yeah. So, to me, it kind of sounded like that process, Church of the Final Judgment, it showed up in um, San Francisco in 67, when all this shit kind of started going crazy. So, to me, it kind of sounded like it was put there. Yeah, and wasn't, I, I can't remember which, I think it was that the process church or the final judgment that's what mm-hmm. that's what it's called yeah i think that that one was the one that was related to um uh laurel canyon as well i think so because that's what dave dave mcgowan was talking about it in the book weird scenes in the canyon but um i want to say i know david bird from the um crosby stills nash and young mm-hmm. or david Uh, David Crosby from the birds and Crosby steals Nash and Young. He used to wear a cape around like super. Yeah. Like a legitimate like cape. And there's pictures of him in it. If you Google it. Hmm. Um, And he was uh, hanging out with all those dudes. Yeah. People from that. He was saying that in the, I just got to the, this part of the book, but he was saying those, uh, there was like three separate wings of this church. There was like the, I think it was the Jehovah's, the Luciferians, and the Satanists. And they all, like, practiced Satanism, but they went on different pathways in it. And somehow L. Ron Hubbard was tied into it, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but he said he was talking about um, the capes and, like, all the people at the that we talked about Melcher and yeah. all the um, people that uh, the FBI was watching were associated with this stuff too. Yeah, and I want to say that there was a. I thought that um, Sharon Tate had been seen wearing a cape mm-hmm. as well I, in the book. Tate, Kate. Yeah. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. yeah. totally weird, dude. Yeah. So. I feel like I missed out because I always liked wearing a cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you carry a cane? Because I think it David David uh, Crosby carried a cane as well when he did. I did like the cane that Dad had. Well, he's always been like four hundred years old, so he probably did have a cane. Yeah, who? <laughs> David Crosby. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's like cut your hair, dude. Mm. You look like ass. <laughs> <laughs> you look like an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> his face all squinched up. Yeah. But they, I don't know, just kind of where I got to at this point, it seems like there's a lot of, like, that MK mind control, um, the kind of pushing the um, dissident stuff with those cults and putting the fear in people in New York with these killings and just yeah it seems and it's really the timing is very ironic too for the uh anton long david myatt stuff in uh the uk was like with the order nine angles same time frame you know Mm -hmm. it's almost like i actually just re-listened to that yeah um on sunday i think and i was like holy shit we 
Yeah. Totally ties into all that stuff. Yeah, it's just like this. It's like everything was going on at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's so, all the so bizarre. And it's like, and yeah, and it's a, it, excuse me, probably a worldwide phenomenon, but definitely happening in the two major superpowers at the, well, I guess, I don't know if the UK would be considered a superpower at the time, but, mm-hmm. you know. Orchestrated probably by the same yeah. people. I mean, because yeah, we we got MK Delta yep. doing that shit yeah. in other countries. Exactly, the Five Eyes, and mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like everybody was. All the intelligence agencies were doing these same operations everywhere at the same time to create this. I don't even know. I don't know if it was for dissident purposes or to identify or to completely like disrupt and you know, kind of like dismantle, like make everybody fearful. You know, of everything, the serial killers were starting to crop up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so weird. Or if it was just literally some occult, you know, super group that's literally trying to. um, Sorry, got to fix my pulse and microphone. (laughs) They won't do it. Bitch tits microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's almost like they had this weird. I don't know if it was an occult thing from mm-hmm. the top down, and they're trying to do this worldwide ritualistic, mm-hmm. you know, magic or something. Yeah, it's just really strange, yeah. dude. It, it's, it's pretty wild. Because I, I mean, and I don't know. Maybe there's stuff like this happening in places like Russia and China yeah. and stuff, but, but we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of where. Oh. Um, the, uh, I kind of mentioned the sketches. Um, there was the four suspect sketches. Only one of them kind of looked like uh, David Berkowitz, and all the others didn't look like him, and not even close. Um, and they had like heights from like six <laughs> foot something to five foot five seven. Five one. And, <laughs> totally he's drag. in this. He's in this height range. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's in that. Yeah, every single person. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, suspect. One of them, one of the sketches, kind of, to me, it looked like um, Richard Ramirez. Oh. But he was only like 11 years old at the time. So, I don't know, maybe it was his uncle that killed the lady in front of him. Yeah, and I thought that that dude was in the army. He was. Yep. He was. He was in Vietnam. Yeah. And then um, there was a bunch of different... Uh, cars that were um, witnessed at the different uh, murder sites. One of them was a yellow Volkswagen. Yeah, I, th- I saw the same thing. I was like, dude, that's like Ted Bundy. There you go. Like, come yeah. on, dude. Like, what the fuck? Somebody uh, do something original, please. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Make it a Fiat, or <laughs> like a Mini Cooper or something. Fix I, it again, Tony. I have a Fiat. <laughs> We always made fun of it. I know. Like a truck. You guys were dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's kind of where I kind of ended up at this point. So, you want to know a secret? Yeah. You know what year my Fiat was? Seventy-seven. 77. Ooh, that's a cult fucker. He's undercover. So <laughs> guess how much I bought it for? Seven hundred dollars. I was just guessing that. 
Well, it's because I was saying it at the same time. <laughs> but we time. were watching each other. Yeah, like, you were we looking at me. We almost made out. Yeah. <laughs> we almost made out. Yeah, like six feet of distance, but like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Through two pop filters. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that you said is very, very intriguing and interesting because the connections that I kind of found between the Zodiac and not these same people, but... You know, kind of like the West Coast. Like it's almost like you had the East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. like you know, thing going on back then. But it's pretty much the rap rivalry. Yep, I was just gonna say. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yep. Um. So Zodiac had seven confirmed uh, attacks, or whatever you want to call it. Seven, seven confirmed victims, but only five of them actually died. Um. So I'll just do a quick run through. You had David Arthur Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen were both shot and killed December 20th, 1968 on Lake Herman Road in Benicia, California, Benicia, California, which is kind of the north uh, San Francisco Bay Area, so just north of, of San Francisco proper. Um, Michael Magoo and... Um, which I'm not sure if it's Magoo or it's Maju or whatever, but um, I'll say Michael Magoo and Darlene Farron were shot July 4th, 1969 in the parking lot of Blue Rock Springs in Vallejo, California. Merck. Merck. Uh, Brian Hartle, Hartnell and Cecilia... He was a Trump supporter. Yep. <laughs> Cecilia Shepard uh, were stabbed, both stabbed on September 27th, 1969, Lake Berryessa, Napa County. California. And then Paul Lee Stein was shot and killed October 11th, 1969, in the Presidio Heights neighborhood of San Francisco. Um, and then obviously there were uh, other people that had been shot in the, or other uh, incidents where he was suspected of being the one that, that killed them, but there's no actual confirmation or true connection. So the first one was um, 1963 murders of a young couple in uh, Santa Barbara County, so right outside of Santa Barbara, near the beach at Lompoc, which Lompoc was an Air Force base. Um, so very strange connection. I'm going to talk. Lompoc, Montoc. Lompoc, Montoc. Yeah. And I'll talk about the... Uh, uh, base stuff here in a little bit but um that was on june 4th 1963 um two high school sweethearts were killed um somebody uh, killed them with a 22 caliber gun and then um sherry joe bates uh was stabbed to death uh on october 30th 1966 near riverside city college in riverside california and that one actually had some connection through paul avery and the, at the San Francisco Chronicle, um, where there was some some weird circumstances behind it, somebody found some like uh, I think it was a uh, janitor or somebody found some scratched in the desk. It said uh, malnutrition. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. But somebody had scratched into a desk some stuff that was uh, similar to the. <laughs> <laughs> similar to some stuff that was um, related to 
Zodiac or something that that came out later on. Um, but only halfway done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a mal nut. <laughs> um, and then Kathleen Johns was allegedly abducted on March twenty second, nineteen seventy, near uh, Highway one thirty two and uh, Interstate five eighty, uh, just west of Modesto, California, and that was the one where she was pregnant, and then he. He helped. He was giving her a ride, and then claimed that he was going to kill her, and somehow she was able to bail out and get out of the car. Um, and then she described a guy that was, you know, looked like the Zodiac, uh, same glasses, flat top haircut type of thing, uh, military haircut, blah blah blah. So um, definitely some some strange uh, circumstances with all of those being uh, similar to the Zodiac, but definitely not. 100% confirmed or connected. Um, the first one that I'm going to kind of focus on here is the uh, 19 uh, December 20th, 1968 uh, murder of um, let's see here. Who was it? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter, but the December 20th, 1968 uh, murder. So December twentieth, nineteen or December twentieth is kind of a strange um, date. I was like, oh, that's a weird date. Like, what what's with that? Like, it's like the winter solstice or something. Yeah, so it's the or date. The it's the eve of the winter solstice. So, um, also known as uh, the hibernal solstice. And so I was reading about that and the significance of the solstice, winter solstice, is that it's astronomically marks the beginning of the lengthening and of days and then shortening, or sorry, the lengthening days and shortening nights. Um, and this date is usually December, around December 21st. So usually. Um, but it also symbolically marks the death and rebirth of the sun, right? Mm -hmm. So, and when you get into the Bill Cooper talking about the old, you know, um, mystery schools and the mystery religion Babylon stuff, they talk a lot about the, um, the kind of like the zodiac alignment and how the sun in, in December like basically stops moving or dies for three days and then starts moving again based mm -hmm. on yeah, like, like down yeah. low on the horizon and then it starts coming back up. Yeah. I so I, I found that to be a really odd timing that that's his first victim is on the 20th. And then also if you look at this Saturnalia uh, event that runs from the 17th, of December to the 23rd of December. So the 20th is literally right in the middle of Saturnalia. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. kind of a strange, um, strange thing there. And that, uh, for people that don't know, Saturnalia was a ancient Roman festival holiday that honored the God Saturn. And they did like a bunch of crazy, like partying and carnivals in the streets. And there was common for like, Orgies. Orgies, and, you know, they would, like, have sex with kids and all this weird stuff. And then um, they would exchange gifts, and they would reverse roles. So, like, men would dress up like women. And then if you had slaves, you know, slaves were free, you know, for the five days or whatever it was during the – or six days during the, the festival. And then another thing that was pretty odd about the Zodiac was the first couple cryptic um, – 
or in the in the first cryptology um, uh, cipher that he had written when they decoded it there was some stuff in there about the um, you know most dangerous game the book or whatever and then also with the uh, the connection to uh, him talking about slaves and the afterlife and stuff so mm. it seems like whoever wrote the cipher and then whoever was doing the murders if it was the same person was definitely like into this kind of like astrological occultic kind of like stuff or mm-hmm. knew something about it i guess yeah you know would be um the uh the bigger question jeff something to say brandon himself no. um okay and then uh so Sorry, I keep going back and forth between my notes. So you have the first killing, December 20th, 1968, and then the second killing, July 4th, 1969, which obviously everybody understands that that's Independence Day. The third was, what's that? What's the first day of summer? Is it June 21st or something like that? I think so. Because that's kind of close to, there's one of the Wiccan holidays, Beltane, that's on the first day of summer. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of close to that. Yeah, pretty close. And then, uh, so September 27th, 1969 was the Lake Berryessa, California murder where the two people were stabbed. And in that particular murder, he approached them wearing like an executioner's outfit and, um, you know, wearing a hood (coughs) and then wearing clip-on sunglasses over top of that. So whoever the Zodiac was obviously wore glasses because everybody that saw him saw the, you know, wide or the, the rimmed, you know, glasses, dark rimmed glasses that were similar to the BCGs that the military guys wore back then. And then this person outside was wearing sunglasses that were clipped onto glass frames. So Mm -hmm. very strange. Um, and then he was also wearing the, um, zodiac sign on his chest that was like um, embroidered or sewn onto the uh, outfit um, and then in October 11th 1969 the the Presidio Heights murder he was last seen going north uh, down Jackson Street towards the Presidio which is later on comes back into play with Michael Aquino and um, that's where he was kind of stationed out of some of the time uh, when he was in San Francisco. And then there was some connections to Michael Aquino later on in the late 70s and 80s where there was allegations that he had been running a uh, like a semi-pedophile type of ring with children out of the army base or out of his house and mm-hmm. uh, the church is set. He, in fact, I think he wrote a book about it where he was kind of talking about you know how he was innocent, but... Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up getting connected to the Franklin cover-up as well and off at Air Force Base, which is in Omaha, which is where some of that, I think the whole, actually the entire basis for the uh, um, Franklin cover-up took place in Omaha, Nebraska, right? I think the so. The bank and all that stuff, mm-hmm. they were all bankers there. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, that was also where Boys Town's at, and that's where Charles Manson did his uh, time when he was uh, locked up in juvie or whatever. He was in Boys Town, so he was right. in 
Omaha, Nebraska, which is where the Franklin cover-up and everything else took place. Mm -hmm. But do you remember the local band, the Franklin cover-up? I do, yes, and that guy used to wear his, like, moon boots, the singer, on stage. Fucking hated that guy. What was his name? I don't know. But if he's listening, I fucking hated that guy. And your moon boots weren't that cool. Uh, Why are we different? Yeah. So... Uh, on August 1st, so in between July 4th and then September 27th, um, there was a um, letter that had three letters that had been written by the alleged killer that were sent out to the Vallejo Times Herald, San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. And they were almost identical letters. And whoever, you know, had written this took credit for the shootings in Lake uh, Herman and then Blue Rock Springs in Vallejo. <coughs> And then they also included the 408 cryptological symbol, which the killer claimed that it uh, contained his identity if they could break it. Now, I've been talking a lot about how I feel like the um, Zodiac killer was somebody that was connected to Air Force intelligence or Naval intelligence. When I look at a map and I brought, like I did a little screenshot and then drew X's where all of the um, murders took place. So you have down in San Francisco, down in Presidio Heights was Paul Stein. You had the one over at Lake Herman and Road and then um, uh, in Benicia. And then you had the Blue Rock Springs in Vallejo and then Lake Berryessa, which was way up to the north. Well, right in the middle of all this, um, just in between Sonoma and Vallejo, like in the bay, is a place called Skaggs Island Naval um, Base or whatever. And that was a, like a, um, the, the base for the naval intelligence in that area. And so these guys, when I was doing some research about them, they called themselves the Spooks, so the Naval mm-hmm. Spooks, which, you know, seemed kind of odd that you know that that's what they called themselves um but that's where they did all their cryptology and stuff like that so like all of the dudes that were stationed there that was their main job was crypt like cryptology and you know encoding decoding messaging and all that stuff so it's strange that like yeah right in the middle of that when we've already drawn all these connections to you know, MK Ultra and um, the military industrial complex and the military intelligence field, you know, down in the, you know, Los Angeles area through, you know, Laurel Canyon and everything else. And then it's like you have this murderer going on a, you know, killing spree in 68-69. And then also in the summer of 69 was when, um, you know, the Manson family supposedly killed Tate and LaBianca's down in, you know, the it L.A. area. Also- the best days of Brian Adams. Uh, yep. <laughs> they were the best days of our lives. Me and my baby in the '69. And uh, so, just kind of weird to me that that you had that connection. You and know, cryptology, like the cipher letters that are all like cryptograms with that base right there. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, just seemed like, yeah, seemed completely strange. So, and then 
There's a couple more. I don't want to like belabor the point, but so we've already drawn a connection between Charles Manson and then Reeve Whitson, who is an alleged, um, you know, agent for the CIA, the agency back then, you know, and the connections between Reeve Whitson and Hollywood and some of the people in the, um, you know, music industry, Terry Melcher and all those stuff. So Reeve Whitson, we talked about last week, had connection with um, Robert Linklater. So that was who people think is the one that he left the glasses, his glasses at the scene of the Sharon Tate murder um, based on the um, the frames of the glasses. One, one ear was higher than the other, and those were custom to somebody like um, Robert Linklater. And that he kind of fit the physical description of, of the Zodiac and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's interesting to also tie Charles Manson to a guy named um, uh, Charles Winans or Winans, W-I-N-A-N-S. And this guy was a naval intelligence officer. So I'll just read a quick little uh, blurb about this dude that I was able to find um, on a forum. At the same time he was befriending CIA agent Reeve Whitson, Manson was also meeting with Charles Winians, uh, an operative from Naval Intelligence. Winians was the one who coordinated the Tate and LaBianca killings. In a Rolling Stone article, Paul Krasner wrote, I had hoped to get confirmation of the heaviest uh, lead in my research. I had been tracking down the path of Charles Winians, an, an individual in naval intelligence who had posed as a hippie artist orchestrating the scenario of violence and witchcraft in meetings with Tex Watson, who then uh, fulfilled the prophecy of this agent provocateur with the shooting and stabbing, and that Manson had merely instructed his lady to go with Tex and do whatever Tex told him. So interesting i mean i already threw out my theory last week that i don't think that any of them were actually even there um i think that they were all just subjugated to the mental um you know uh mk ultra of Mm -hmm. of providing false memories and all that stuff but this connection between this um charles winions dude and the naval intelligence and then that guy is also connected to charles manson well, and Charles Manson is also connected to Reeve Whitson and also this Robert Linklater dude. Like, it's just like too, there's too much, you know, mm-hmm. at, at some point to be like, dude, you know, yeah. there's way too many, like, ironic connections here. Mm-hmm. The one thing that is pretty, that I thought is, was kind of weird about the Manson stuff um, compared to uh, Zodiac and then um, Son of Sam, is the uh, Manson one was all about like high power rich people yeah. getting murdered, and then these other ones it's just average people. Yeah. So now it's like even average yeah. people aren't safe. safe. Yep. So because in uh, Son of Sam it was like you know random people walking the block and wasn't his as well didn't he shoot some lovers that were in cars like making mm-hmm. out and stuff yep. <clears throat> and that was the same mo of the zodiac stuff mm-hmm. lake Berryessa, um the lake herman um shoot all i think all of them but paul stein yeah so yeah Ro- blue rock springs in vallejo lake Berryessa, california 
and then um, Lake Herman Road. <clears throat> Those were all couples. Yep. I think that he just had the one um, that was like a lover's lane kind of thing. Yeah. And the others, it was just random people on the street. And yeah. So uh, just real quick to kind of like finish the night out on this, um, this was to me another weird connection with uh, Charles Winyans and some of these other people that were involved in the MK Ultra stuff. So this came from uh, the Deep, Politi- Deep Politics Forum that uh, Luke was talking about earlier that I'd sent him. And so um, somebody had written on here, they said, I recently bought a a complete set of audio and video DVDs of May Brussels radio and TV broadcasts. I zeroed in on number 316, which was broadcast before May announced that she was scheduled as a witness in the trial brought by a Texan named Charles Winians as plaintiff. And then Melvin Belli of California was his attorney. And he was um, suing Rolling Stone and Paul Krasner, an author of an article stating that Winyans had coordinated an attack using Charles Tex Watson to manipulate or set up the Manson girls. So that was what I mentioned just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. So now you have Charles Winyans using Melvin Belli to sue this dude from Rolling Stone saying that the the Tate and Manson, the Tate murders were set up by this naval intelligence. Well, in the Zodiac murders, he wanted specifically to talk to Melvin Belli, remember, on the phone, mm. on TV. Wow. Who else was Melvin Belli also representing prior to this? Mm. Jack Ruby? Oh, shit. Wow. Yes. Dude gets around. Yes. So Melvin Belli, an attorney from San Francisco, California, represented Jack Ruby, the, the, the dude who killed the dude who killed JFK, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And then that dude went crazy in an insane asylum under his... Uh, and then that was another thing that during that trial, Melvin Belli like, didn't really do anything to defend him. Mm-hmm. It was like he just kind of like threw him to the wolves. Yeah. So you have that connection there to MK Ultra, mm-hmm. and then you also have him now being the attorney representing a naval intelligence spook. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was allegedly brought into the fold of the hippie scene and the the Manson and Tate murders. Isn't that the weird? <laughs> So I, that's why I think personally, like, you know, the wing walker boots with, um, you know, the uh, the wing walker boots with the Zodiac killer, the Zodiac killer looking like a military, you know, clean cut guy. For a long time, I was convinced that he was a cop, that the Zodiac killer was a cop, kind of like the, uh, uh, what was it, the Golden Golden State killer, that he was a CHP cop that had killed like Sounds. <laughs> 50 people or something ridiculous over a bunch of years. So the cop can smoke all these people, and CIA can only get five or six. Yeah, exactly. Fucking guys. Yeah, amateurs. (laughs) Amateurs. Fucking amateurs. (laughs) Um, So yeah, to me, like I said, I you know I was convinced for a while that he was a cop, you know, and and that's the reason why nobody could catch him. But the more that I look at the evidence between MK Ultra and then 
the connections between the naval intelligence, Skaggs Island specifically, the cryptography or the cryptological stuff they were doing out of that base. It's literally like right in the center of these all mm-hmm. these you know murders. And then Lompoc, the Air Force Base, it's like everywhere that I looked, there was either a naval intelligence um, like base or center or there was an Air Force intelligence center near all of these Zodiac. The Modesto thing, there was out in the middle of nowhere where you'd find an Air Force base, there's like a naval intel site like on it. Hmm. You know? So... You know, the wing walker boots, yeah, it could be for sure a standard issue in the Air Force for working on planes. But you know what? They also have planes in the Navy, too. Mm-hmm. They got transport planes. They got air fighter aircraft. They got all that stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm convinced that whoever the Zodiac was, that he was um, 100% connected to MKUltra. Mm-hmm. I read a little bit of an article today. Um some guy claiming that Zodiac was Michael Aquino. You know, and I had thought about that at one point just based on the slave thing mm-hmm. because Aquino was definitely, like, into the whole occultism and um, that was his big his big rub with um, Anton LaVey was that Anton LaVey wasn't real Satanist, that he didn't believe in Satan. He was, like... Um, he was an atheist, but he was also kind of like didn't believe in anything, like more like a nihilist. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Aquino actually believed that mm-hmm. Satan was real. Yeah. And so that was that part of that worship. And so I kind of wondered the same thing as well because he grew up in Santa Barbara. He was in high school, graduated in 64. The killing in Lompoc, real close, like within, you know, 20 minute drive, probably 30 minute drive of you know, where he was living in 63. Um, mm-hmm. And then he went straight into um, the PSYOPs program. It's just, yeah. yeah. So, and then he was, I mean, he was in San Francisco. The only thing about that one that I don't understand is the time frame doesn't really add up. 68, yeah. 69, he was supposedly um, going through the Green Beret uh, training and, and all that stuff in uh, Fort Bragg mm-hmm. uh, Special Warfare Center. So I'm yeah. kind of like, eh. Yeah. Looking at, you sent that list of all of his like medals and yeah. all that yeah. shit. Yeah, his, his CV. Like, that dude was all over the place. Yeah. And he was supposedly serving in Vietnam in 69 and came back in 70. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I mean, potentially, but I look at that dude. I'm like, how the fuck did that guy get through the Q course? Like, mm-hmm. dude, guys like Mike Glover get through the Q course, not Michael Aquino. <laughs> like, that guy sounds like a bitch, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, like, some of those pictures of him from yeah. um, when he was with uh, Anton LaVey fucking looked like eddie munster yeah fucking haircut you know who he looked mm-hmm. like in those in some of those pictures john wayne gacy kind of did yeah <clears throat> dude looked a lot like gacy mm-hmm. man probably had a gacy signature series under his bed too mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway well we went way over time so you guys got anything else i don't think so i think that was a damn good episode it was yeah <laughs> um next week we'll have uh William Ramsey come on and clean this whole thing up and get the uh, get the eraser out. Yeah, get yeah. the eraser out and lay it all down there. 
Yeah, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably cool. never going to come back on the show. He probably's going to no-show us if I had to yeah. guess. He probably listened to like one episode and was like, you can't delete those. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Appreciate you listening in. Sorry for going over time today. Uh, we will hopefully catch you next week with William Ramsey from William Ramsey Investigates and then uh, talk about some occult numbers and some other current events that tie to those occult numbers. Cool. And then yeah, it'll be fun. All right, we will see you guys next week. Later. Later. Later.